friends in a movie. Two 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 friends in a movie. Big Man and Sixto. With Sixto and Nat. Big Man and Sixto. With Sixto and Nat. On this <laughs> brand new day, doing another podcast with two friends and a movie with Matt and his buddy Six Toe. Delivering. Delivering, son. Delivering. delivering. What are we de- delivering? What? We're delivering, we're delivering Pizza? like U.S. Post mail. Delivering podcasts, son. This year Slowly. we said it's going to be different. This year we said we we're going to do more already. We beat last year's record because we've done like yeah, four podcasts. By like five. <laughs> Already. It's only March. Nope, <laughs> April, whatever May. it is. It's almost May. Oh, uh, yeah, no, it is May. May. <laughs> it's May. March, we've April, done... May. It doesn't matter. Who cares? We're on fire. Done... We beat the last five years of podcasting in the last four months. Yeah. It's like a brand new show. That's right. Welcome to Two Friends in a Movie, where Maddie and I sit down. We talk about the only thing we love more, more than eating pretzels. Movies. Is pretzels a thing? Like, do you like eating pretzels? I don't even like them. Are we talking about soft pretzels? Hard pretzels? (laughs) I mean, some hard pretzels. Pretzel pretzel buns? Pretzel crust? No, 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 no. Like, there's so many things you could do with pretzels. Little pretzels, uh, hard, little hard pretzels, mustard. Delicious. I don't like mustard. <laughs> I, I mean, pretzels, we're, we're, we, we can't compete with pretzels, man. Don't put us in, don't, don't put us in that same conversation because we're not, we're not going to win. Well, I didn't say we were competing with pretzels. Movies compete with pretzels for us. But I think movies still lose to pretzels. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I like pretzels. <laughs> Anyways, I'm six though. That's mad. Uh, that that sexy Long Island accent that you hear way sexier than the Boston accent. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, fuck care... Boston. Yeah. Well, relax. But more than whatever That's any magazine the same article thing you're says. Saying. <laughs> Basically the anyway, same thing you're saying. I'm just being nah, more upfront with it. More candid. More candid. Candid. That's what you know, that's my middle my my, my nickname. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. candid Lamatina. I thought well, whatever. I, you know what? Let's move on. Uh today we're gonna talk about a comedy, which we barely do anymore. I know. So because movie- you hate comedies. It's not true. It's just I I think I was thinking about this while I was uh, getting ready for today. It's not that I hate comedy. It's that comedy in itself is such a hard thing, right? It's so it has so much to do with you, with how you're feeling, with the general things in your life. And the older you get, the harder it gets for you to follow some kind of comedy. Like, like there's some general 
comedy that is always funny, like Dave Chappelle's show. And the the two friends in the movie podcast. Always great. But there is there is a certain there's a certain necessity for comedy to hit for every individual. It's kind of tough, man. I mean, Freddie got fingered, worst movie ever fucking made. Now, best movie. But you keep Listen, you keep saying comedy, that it's funny. Maybe comedy comes hard to some people. For some other people, that's not what it, it is. Kind of naturally. That's not what it is. Freddy Got Finger, worst com- worst movie ever made. You say is funny. Listen, listen. I think it's hilarious, and anyone who watches it thinks the same thing. It's not true because I watched it, and I don't think this. One hundred percent of the people who've seen it laugh at it. It's but not true. Freddy Got Fingered. We're talking about a possible Emmy-nominated movie today huh? on Two Friends and a Movie. What? See, I'm doing some comedy. It's sarcasm. <laughs> Come on. Keep up. Fuck. Well, quasi. See, this is why I understand comedy and you don't. Well, I laughed, which I understood the joke, but it's just that... <laughs> It's just that, it, anyways, quasi. The movie is quasi. quasi. As in quasi modo, which the movie is about. The the old True. school, the old school French, and when I say old school, I mean centuries old French fairy tale about the hunchback of Notre Dame. So, Maddie. Yes. It's by Broken Lizard, which is a comedy troupe. Uh, you may know them from Super Troopers and Beer Fest and Super Troopers and 2 and the Slam and Salmon. Two, um, Club Dread. Uh, I'm a big fan of them. I've watched all. But was, actually, I was looking them up before we got here. There's a movie they did called Freeloaders that I don't know, but I've watched all the rest of the Broken Lizard movies, uh, and they're all pretty good. You know, if you if you have some free time, go watch. I mean, Super Troopers. Is and it's class by itself. It's an hysterical movie. Uh, I yeah. think Beer Fest comes in next for them. The yeah. rest of them, they're all okay. Um, Club Dread was after that, I, but I mean Super Troopers, and like you say, Beer Fest, and maybe Super Troopers too. To this point, have been their their biggest success, right? Like the uh, probably yes. their funnier movies. Like they did the best work on those. Correct. I would agree with that statement you just made. On this That's podcast. Right. That's right, motherfucker. So we go um, on to Quasi, which uh-huh. is like Mr. Show said, a period piece, which I'm always on the fence about. I'm not a big period piece kind of guy. And if you're going to make a period piece comedy, you really have to hit on every level. Because right. people already know the story, so you're not surprising anybody with some characters or anything like that. So you really got to hit with the jokes. Um, I don't know if this movie hits on all the jokes. (laughs) The story, it gets kind of ridiculous, which is a good thing for this type of movie, Quasimodo. uh, And you know what? I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I really don't know the story of Quasimodo. I've heard the name before. I'm sure I've heard the story 20 years ago. I don't remember it. So I don't know if this movie is uh, based on that story besides just the character. If this actually happens in Quasimodo, I don't know. I didn't do any research to find out because I didn't really care that much. 
Well, well, to catch you up on things, because this will be very simple. The story of Quasimodo is that in the in Notre Dame there is a a giant cathedral, and it was said that the guy that used to ring the bells in the cathedral was a hunchback, and he lived up there because nobody wanted to see him because he was too fucking ugly. So ugly man. So he falls in love with a girl. He rescues the girl. Girl falls in love with him, but then she's like, oh, nah, son, I seen your face. I think I'm going to, oh, what? And then she leaves him, <laughs> and then he dies. That's the story of Quasimodo. So oh, nothing like this. <laughs> so in this movie, he's uh, a guy who runs a torture chamber. Well, he's a, an employee at a torture chamber. He made a new device uh, which stretches people. Uh, he ties your feet to one end, ties your hands to the other hand, and then there's a crank, and it pulls you apart from each other. Um, but he's, you know, he's more of a joke. People don't take him all that serious. He's got a big hunch on his back. He's got a weird looking face. People throw um, shit in his face. <laughs> in garbage. Yeah, like they make fun of him and like he just takes it. He's like, all right, good to see you. Um, so he gets himself in a, in a little predicament. Right. Where the Pope is coming to town and the king... Of France hates the Pope, and the Pope hates the King of France. Um, but they're trying to like pretend they're friends for the public, so everyone, you know, goes along with the thing. And the King wants him to kill the Pope, and the Pope wants him to kill the King. Right. Uh, there's a step here where there is a lotto to meet the Pope, which would be a great honor for somebody, you know, in 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 France where everybody's broke and hungry. And then you get to meet the Pope, which is like the biggest, the biggest rock star in the universe at this time, yeah. right? And his his best friend Douche, what's his name? Douche. Yeah, it was like oh, Fuck. Sand the Douche. No, it's like it it's like Douche and, and the second and the second part is like punk or something like that. It's like two insults that they put together to. <laughs> to what's going on over there? Uh, sorry, my I opened my phone and and. Uh, Family Feud came up. <laughs> family? It doesn't sound like Family Feud. It was Family Feud. It's like a clip from Family Feud. Um, douche Amp. Yeah, Douche Amp something or other. I don't know. I'll get to cut off here. Yeah, and so... Anyways, the, the, moving the, on. Moving on. The point is that his boy gives him the ticket. And... And... And he, you can see it in the making that he's like giving him the ticket. And he's like, yeah, you can just have the ticket. But seeing the character, you can understand that the character is like super mega petty. The character of douche. So like yeah. eventually it's going to be a problem. And so he wins the ticket. Then all of this shit happens. And <laughs> and the one, the one of the like three jokes that lands for me is that douche is like, you know, that was my ticket. And everybody's chanting for Quasi. And he's like, yeah, 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 Quasi, Quasi. But <laughs> so. That should have been me. Yeah. And um, well, anyways, continuing with the story. The king is bringing the Pope in to celebrate the coronation of his new queen. He's killed his previous queen because he hated her. And because he couldn't divorce her. Because back then that was frowned upon by God and church. He killed her. And she they did. And then he remarried some British lady just to get the British army 
the thing yeah, that United happened kingdoms the thing that used to happen a lot if you if you like history you understand that back in the days way back then in the in the middle ages france was it everybody wanted to be friends a lot of europe spoke french they were the number one power they had universities they made a lot of money i don't really remember why france was so powerful but they were like it everybody wanted to be french and so like a french king marrying an uh, english queen would make a lot of sense back then but yeah it unites the kingdoms it gets the british powers and the french powers together right, it makes right. it more powerful and if he's the king he thinks he's going to take over all of it so right. he's in doubling his kingdom blah 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 blah. these aren't jokes and no one really cares about it right so right and and the ultimately it is the pope is coming to coronate that and make it like super legal and the queen sees quasimodo talking about everybody eating fucking oysters and she's yeah, like, it's like a revolution like <laughs> it's like the makings of the french revolution right over, uh, but in a very silly way over oysters and she's because like oh. all the all the higher up people are eating oysters and none of the peasants get any <laughs> so that's that's where yeah. i don't know if you knew that but that's how the french revolution began <laughs> over not, oysters it is i mean it's in the movie yeah but it's not what happened in the french <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't there you weren't there okay anyways i wasn't there i know but i know that's not what happened well anyway so he gets in this predicament where they each want to kill each other and he doesn't want to kill anybody He's Quasimodo. Yeah, right. He's like your classic, you know, good Lucer, guy. Right? Always has a smile on his face. Always sees the bright side of things. No matter how much shit life throws at him, he's always the positive, happy guy. He's just happy to be alive, happy to help. Um, so he doesn't want to do anything. So they try to come up with a scheme where he goes and tries to kill the Pope, but his best friend Douche stops him on the stage and saves the Pope, and then Douche becomes a hero, and Quasi can go back to being his regular guy kind of life, because he doesn't like the spotlight either. So he doesn't want his attention, so they do the the stunt, and it's uh, Quasimodo jumps on stage, he's got a knife, and then Douche stops him, and they make yeah. this big thing, like, they have, like, a cow water and is under his paint under his shirt and he stabs the cow water and blood goes everywhere right they think they carry him off. Dead. right right and then after the fact they hide quasimodo in a cave because everyone thinks he's dead but no one remembers who saved him which pisses <laughs> off his best friend because uh, he's like i'm the hero i'm the guy they're like no you weren't there you weren't even there quasi stabbed himself <laughs> yeah <laughs> so this builds resentment in the eyes of douche and douche <laughs> uh quasi depends on douche now to bring him food and stuff because he's locked in this cave so he can't be around civilization the queen finds quasi and they're dancing and having fun so douche gets upset and he tells the king where quasi's hiding and then they capture quasi and the queen ends up Saving Quasi. Falling in love with Quasi. They're um, cousins. So yeah, now they can get married because at the beginning of the movie, they're like everybody that gets married in royalty's family. And then she's like, oh, you got the birthmark that I have. We're cousins. Yay. 
and they fall in love because they're cousins. Um, and that's kind of it, uh, plot-wise. Yeah, look, I know, I know we're supposed to talk about the funny parts of this movie. There is, there is the bit where they have a new guy to try out the changes in the machine, or to make sure that the machine is going, the torture machine. And he's a little guy that wants to be a chef. And they keep pulling him from leg and arms with the ropes and um, and uh, makes him tall as fuck. So apparently yeah, Quasimodo so- built this machine to like straighten his back because he had the, the hunch, <laughs> the hunchback. But what he did is like he helped people get fucking killed or get their arms ripped off or whatever. Yeah, it was too powerful. But this guy <laughs> throughout the movie, like he gets a little taller and a little taller and a little taller. And by and, the end of the movie, he's like this giant. Yeah, and I always, I was laughing because why, would you, like, why would he keep coming back? Like, why is that your job? To keep... <laughs> that's his job. His job is a tester, like video game testers. He's a, that's his job. He's a tester. Uh... He put himself to colony school by being a tester for the uh, torture equipment. <laughs> there, there is the joke of of douche being like really unlikable even though he tries you know like he's like hey man i'm cool and then everybody's like yeah 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 but we're squassy and you can't like it makes sense for douche because he's like i you know i live with this fucking hunchback and everybody remembers him nobody nobody pays any attention to me so when he does the thing where he saves the day and he's supposed to be the hero and nobody pays attention to him the payoff for that is really funny um or at least to me like I was just like, yeah, it was funny, but you know, I I think the the bigger problem that this movie has is that it's not a not even a chuckling movie. Like you don't even chuckle to this movie a lot. Yeah, there's a couple of things where you like you smile at, you're like, oh yeah, that's 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 amusing. Um, but there's no real quotable lines. No. There's no laugh out loud jokes. Um, which seems to me, and. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm a big Super Troopers fan. I've seen the movie a hundred times. Right. Me too. Me too. Quote it back and forth. It seems like they took those characters almost and made them into this movie. You think so? Like Farva, who plays the douche, is like this unlikable guy who wants all the attention but doesn't really deserve it. The rookie cop is like the rookie here who doesn't have a lot of lines. Who kind of just move things along. Jay, so think- with the really long name, um, is the king, where he's the captain of the police on the other one. So you think they're repeating traits so that you can kind of connect with it to some degree? I think so. I think people see them like as those super trooper characters. So why not bring what people already know and familiar with into kind of this movie? Yeah. Uh, but I don't think it works. I, I, I don't think... Uh, it's a successful... No. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Matty. Did we do Super Troopers 2 for for, for the podcast? I know I... we definitely did Super Troopers 1 for the podcast. Like, one of our first podcasts. Right, and I think we were prepping for Super, Super Troopers. Troopers 2. And I don't quite remember if we did Super Troopers 2. I don't think so. But I don't think so either. But let me check the records. In the records. But, um... Yes. I just, I don't know that, that, 
I don't know that um, this movie, Super Troopers 2 is so forgettable. Yes, it's the same as kind of this movie. There's no real remembering lines. And that's exactly exactly what I think the problem is with this movie, that it is so forgettable in that there is nothing, nothing of any comedic value that stays or stains. So what you're mentioning about them kind of re- remarrying the characters to the like the prototype of the other characters might make sense. I didn't see it that way, um, but it kind of does make sense. But I I think the bigger failure is not even that. The bigger failure is that it's this movie's at, at best is just amusing. Let's, let's just head it bluntly. It stinks. The movie stinks. Yeah, I mean, but I, I don't think it's bad. It's just, well, I don't know yeah, if that's It's not true. a good movie. I, I hate not. to say it because I'm a big fan of the comedy troupe, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, but this movie is just not a good movie. There's, I wouldn't tell anybody to watch it. I wouldn't no. go watch it again. No. Um, if someone wanted to watch it, I wouldn't stop them. I'd just be like, right. if you like Super Troopers, you might find a little of this amusing. But that, that, that's really it. Like, if if you didn't like Super Troopers or not a big fan of Super Troopers, there's no way you like this movie. Or perhaps that's exactly who this movie is for. Because I don't know, because I love Super Troopers and you love Super Troopers. Perhaps this movie is for the person that was They're like, look, can we make Super Troopers for people that hate Super Troopers? And then they made this shit. Which is shit. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe <laughs> it, it, it's, 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 it's not good. It's um, not. And it's not shit. Look, look, it's not shit. But what it is, is it's not funny. Yeah, it's not. It's it's a good, like, like, to, like if you're sitting home and it's a rainy day and it's middle of the afternoon and you're doing some chores or you have to do something on the computer, like if you're, like my wife is doing college work right now or whatever you're doing and it's on the background. Like it's funny. Like you keep keeps your attention. Like look up. It's like it's not a big story. Like if you miss two minutes of it, you're not gonna fall behind on the story. Right. Uh, but that's really it. Like you're not going to. It's not a laugh out loud movie. It's not a quotable movie. It's not something you're gonna like you said remember when it's over. Uh, even trying to think about it now, like I have to like really force it's myself to kind of remember it. what right. happened. In the movie I just saw like two days ago. Yeah, I saw it yesterday, so I think it's a little fresher in my head. But but it just it is it is just more more. It is more sad that oh maybe it's our expectation. I don't know. I just think it's more sad that it didn't deliver as well as it could have because we know these guys, or perhaps they already they shot their load with the first movie they made. Maybe it's a silly take on it. Uh, it's a low-budget movie. It's a straight-to-Hulu movie. So who knows, you know, what the budget was and what they were able to do. But like you said, the jokes, the jokes don't, they're not great jokes. And like no. I said, to do something like this, you really have to hit because the characters right. are already established characters. Like if this was a random story that they did with some deformed guy who lives in a bell tower... Right. Uh, without using, you know, these points, maybe it's a little funnier. Maybe it's not. I, I don't know. Uh, but what they did here doesn't work. I mean, look, I, 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 as usual, we go to our not sponsor Rotten Tomatoes because I like to see 
according to them, even though I don't trust them as much anymore as I used to, uh, how much people are liking this movie. And out of more than 50 reviews, he has a 68 from audiences, but he has a 46 from, uh, from the, what's it called? Critics. The, the, the critics. Yeah. And I think that that about puts it where it belongs, right? Like it is. I guess no, so. It is not. If you really listen to a white. certain critic who is on the local news airware, air, airwaves. Uh huh. You might find that he found it somewhat amusing. Um, I don't know how biased this critic might be, <laughs> but I disagree. And I think Rotten Tomatoes is about correct. Uh, I think it's not a, it's not a god awful movie. Like I, it's not no. Christmas with the Campbells. Like right, right. That movie is just trash. This movie is just. A semi-humorous with a couple of good jokes here and there well, right. type of movie. So I, I, this is this is the best. I, this is how I describe enjoying this movie. I was, it was a rainy day yesterday. It was in the afternoon or of a rainy day, and I put it on to watch it for the podcast, See? just like you described. And and uh, I stopped it a few times, which I don't tend to do ever when I'm watching the movies for this. I stopped it and I got up and I was like, let me do this and let me do that. But like by the third time I was going to stop it, I was like, eh, you know, I'm just going to do what I was going to do and I'll be back. Because what the fuck could I possibly miss on this movie? That it mm-hmm. wasn't the repeat of a joke or a point mm-hmm. that doesn't matter that much, you know? Um, there is there is the ending of the movie, I think, is the biggest disappointment. Big spoilers. Big spoilers. I mean, I don't care if I'm spoiling this movie. When it turns out that the Pope and the King were lovers, how? And yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't mind that. I thought that was a, uh, you know, it made me smile. I was like, eh, yeah, yeah. But it was, it was such a, it was so like such like an obvious thing that it was just like, oh, well, that wasn't really great. Like I wish they would have still hated themselves to the end because they kind of stab each other to death. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wish they were still hating each other. Even though they were like, we were lovers, and that's why I hate you the most. Like I don't know. Like I wish, I wish he was just more angry than he was cute. But um, I, I just, I, I feel like I, I don't want to. I, I just, I wanted, I want to say some things about this movie to make this podcast more interesting. But this movie is so, is so like meh. It's, it's a meh movie. I think the characters, I think the actors did well like they committed to the character mm-hmm. like i think the acting is done well they it's a silly silly movie like there's right. no even hint of this being a serious thing or even notes of seriousness throughout the plot if this is a pure silly you know out of left field that outrageous type of movie um and i think they like they they smile and they joke and they have like even their voices like sound like they're being sarcastic the whole time. Like, yeah, ha ha, I'm a king and I talk like this. Like, right, right. It was. I enjoyed that part of it. I just, you know, they they said this is what we're gonna do, and we're gonna do it a hundred percent. Right, and right. I think they did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it really, sh- it really shows. Like you're saying, the commitment is is commendable. It's just the end result is a bit like. All right. I'm not angry that I saw. Look, and that's the that's the point. You're right. It's not Christmas with the Campbells. 
where I was fucking furious and I wanted to fight you. Yeah, that and was a terrible movie. <laughs> this movie is it's silly, it's fun. Like uh, I didn't hate myself. Like I hated myself after watching Christmas with the Campbells. Yes. Like, and like I, I was also, like I don't deserve to have eyes. Like I'm hate- wasting my eyes watching this movie. I don't deserve them. You hated yourself, and I hated you, because you made me watch it. Fucking, just fucking, I fight you. I mean, I take that over Dune. What? <laughs> Dune's not that bad. Dune's terrible. And there's a I'll, second Dune coming up, so you better be ready to better uh, watch the first I'll, one. I'll, I'll, I'll cross off my July <laughs> to watch all of Dune. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta watch him back to back. It's gonna be twenty two days long <laughs> of nothing happening. <laughs> Yo, the other day, Andy Savas, our only fan, is telling me, you know how you hated Dune. And I was like, I didn't fucking hate Dune. What the fuck are you talking about? And you're like, you made that joke where they were coming down the stairs for like two hours and nothing was happening. I was like, that was fucking Matt Lamatina who knows nothing about movies. And then he was like, he was, he was like. Oh, so you liked it? And then he turned away and stopped talking to me. <laughs> Good. Thank you, Andy. This is why he's our number one fan. He understands good movies and terrible movies. And June was a terrible movie. No, it wasn't. You just don't understand it. It's terrible. You're too mid. Is that, is that what the kids say now? Mid? I don't know. I'm old. <laughs> I think that's what the kids say now. Mid. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe in San Diego they say that. Ah, uh, shit. Listen. Do you do you think? Do you think this was a comeback tour for Broken Lizard? Somewhat. I think this is a na- a way to get their name back into the headlines, like people who might not have heard of them or haven't watched anything since Super Troopers, might be like, oh, it's on Hulu. I have Hulu. It's not going to cost me anything to watch this. Let's right. check it out. Um, so maybe. Um, do you think they failed? Um, I don't think they failed. I don't think it's a complete success. Uh, it's not Super Troopers like we talked about, but it's it's a window into what they do. It's... Very silly, mm-hmm. like they're not offensive comics. They're not, they're right. not gross comics. They're not sexual comics. They're just pure not silliness. A, not anymore. I mean, Super Troopers, they were all those things. A little bit, not not. I mean, it wasn't gross, but you're right. But they, like they hint at it's it. It's all like, there. yeah, but it's all like silly jokes. It's Who all wants like... a mustache ride? It's all I'm saying. So they, yeah. they did the sex thing. A little bit, but. It's not their their go to. Like they have some jokes, but they're more, I would say, family friendly type of comedy than some they, other things. They're very PG thirteen driven. Yeah, like you can watch this with uh, with your eleven year old who might find it funny because the characters are very silly and they do silly things. Yeah, um, there there is a scene. Uh, what's her name from John Wick and uh, and the Orville? That's Orville, also in yeah. this movie. Yeah, she has that one scene where they tie her up to the the crank, and yeah. she's she's getting sexual gratification off it. Yeah. They do a little bit, like they they touch on it, but it's not the movie. Like, yeah, I I was a bit I was a bit 
more um not not necessarily it's not i'm not wasn't surprised that she was there it was just that i found it interesting because right now uh adrian paliki um i right now she she's a little bit she's probably the biggest star in that movie oh yeah uh, aside from uh brian cox who who is the narrator but you don't Mm -hmm. you never see him Mm-hmm. So she's probably the pro- the biggest on screen star of that movie. Um, I think like Brian Cox was in Super Troopers, so you're like he. When I heard his voice, I was like, that makes sense. Like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. With so these guys, he, like, right? He knows them. They yeah. probably they, can you please help us out? And he was like, fine, yeah. fine, fuck off. Here it is. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, I, it's just weird because I feel like this was a comeback tour. And they might, I don't know, maybe for like 20-year-olds, like when we watched Super Troopers, we were in our 20s, and that kind of silly comedy hit a little bit better. And that's what I was trying mm-hmm. to explain at the beginning of the podcast, how comedy, like you grow older and things change for you, and the comedy is one of the things that changes the most. Because you stop letting go of the silliness, and you want something that's probably more political, more akin to what you're feeling, because that's what comedy really is about, right? What you're feeling. I guess some of us don't grow up and still... Watch The Simpsons every single day. I mean that's true, and I mean, and, and you're you're a comedian, so I I uh, you do stand up, so I'm curious is to like the the mathematics of comedy change that way, like like is it more about feeling? It's more about making you like like poking fun it's at something. More, yeah, it's more of what you can like. Comedy has to be relatable. Like if you're right. not relating to what the comic is saying, no matter how funny the jokes are. A bunch of 20-year-olds aren't going to find my humor about my kids all that funny. Right. But to a group of 40-year-olds who all have kids the same age, they laugh their asses off. Right. And don't you think twice. <laughs> that a whole room is not full of laughter when I'm on that stage. <laughs> but so you have to hit the right audience. Um, right. Which I think this does for them. It's on a Hulu movie. It gets them on commercials. Like, they advertise this a lot on television. Uh, like I said, ABC did a did a story on Quasi because they're all owned by Disney, which is owned by – which Hulu is owned by as well. Right. Um, it's wacky enough to get the old school people, but tame enough to be on a Disney platform and to get that type of audience. Yeah, it made me feel a lot, unfortunately, of uh, kind of comparing it with like Robin Hood Men in Tights, because that's kind of like in the vein that he's in. Yeah, but it's a it's a mainstream, like it's like when Metallica put out the Load album. Like, all right, they yeah. calmed it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is stuff they could play on the radio. Right. That's what kind of this is. You could play this on the radio. Yeah, come down. Like, yeah, like it, here it is. Let's make some money. Yeah. Um. Uh. So you know, I mean, as much as I wanna, as much as I wanna, I wanted it to be more fun. It's mad, and it's, it is what it is. I keep saying mad. I think that's what the kids say. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna be like, I wanna, what's connect? Ten year young. Connect to the youth. No, connect I wanna. I don't wanna. Youth. 
Yeah, yeah. I want to talk like them. I want to be like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna start doing this podcast on TikTok. Yeah, 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 yeah. We do like like little little snippets on TikTok. Little snippets will have like emojis <laughs> and like memes everywhere. Oh shit. Um. Well, Maddie. Uh. I don't know if there's anything else you would like to say about this movie. Because much no. like the movie, I think that is, there's nothing much to say. No, not a lot. There's not a lot to say about it. Um, so I guess we'll go to the ratings. Bring it to the ratings. Here at Two Friends in the Movie with Matt and Sixto, we rate movies on a scale from Zero Toes being the worst movie we've ever seen to Six the Toes being brilliant. Like... Uh, Everything everywhere all all at once. That's a good good scale. Good scale. How many toes you given this one, Mister Toe? Um, the the it, I base this more on feelings, and I shouldn't. I should be more more like a little bit more drastic on this. But it is the how I feel about movies, really, for me. And I feel like this is a movie that doesn't deserve hate, but it doesn't deserve praise. And it's not very good. So I give this movie half a toe. Oh, you, you can. You ouch. Can, yeah, you can watch it if you want to. If you don't, who cares? And, you know, we were very excited to do it. Like the moment I, I sent it to Matt, I was like, yo, this is already out. I didn't even know it was coming out. But once I saw it was them, I was like, we're doing this. And we're he, doing it. And Matt was incredibly excited to see it. And I think we were both, I mean, I'm assuming by what you said, we're both very disappointed with it. Have a toy story about where it fits for me. It's not great. It's not going to fucking make you laugh. But listen, you can put it on and text your friends the whole time and maybe look up once in a while. All right. Maddie. There's the rating. Maddie, um, for you. I'm going to... I'm going to explain mine a little bit and put oh, a little boy. bit of context. Here we go with the six toes. The last the last two movies we did, yeah, I gave it one toe each time. We did Creed 3 and we did Air. And both times I gave it one. Yeah. Because I based my rating on what I think the movie was trying to deliver. Yes. And how successful they were at delivering that. Yeah. So for this movie... I'm giving it two toes. You know what? I'm going to... Uh, what? I got... Somebody's calling me. I got to go because <laughs> I can't even hear what the fuck you're going to give these two toes for. Two toes because the movie is what it's supposed to be. It's Agreed. a very, very silly movie with a bunch of silly jokes. They don't... They're not trying to make a plot. This isn't a story for the ages. This is a silly movie that you'll have fun watching. You're not going to get mad over it. You're not going to get sad over it. You're going to smile a little bit. You're going to be like, all right, I watched that. Now it's yeah. over. Yeah. Um, so I think on those notes, it hits. Uh, the jokes weren't great. No. It's not laugh out loud funny. No. Um, it's not overly clever. But it's a comedy, It's not Matt. overly original. I know, but it's comedy. But there is some silly moments. There were also some points where I was like, ah. um, <laughs> well, you like it? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I was like. Uh, so I think 
on that context, it deserves two toes. I mean, I was, I was actually, my honest reaction to it was two toes when I finished it. And then I went to sleep and it went down to half a toe. I, sh- I more honestly should have given it a one toe, but he had two friends in a movie. You cannot take back your toes. Now, once your toe is out there, it's out there. It's out there. It's half you a toe. You toes or subtracting toes. Yeah, you can you can resaw the toe back together and make it one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Siskel Eber didn't give it two thumbs up. But like, you know what? No, fuck that. One thumb up. Like, you know, once you do it, you do it. <laughs> but I, I think I think on its merit, it's probably a one-toe movie. It's just that I felt so kind of disappointed by it that it's half a toe. Listen, you use your feelings. That's what this is all about. Yes. Your feelings. The people who relate to you in this podcast will feel the same. Yes. You when will the feel the same. majority... Will feel like I feel. No, what? <laughs> I'm just saying that I relate more to the common folk. You do not relate. You don't even know what mid is. I do. I know what the yeah. youth is saying. Yeah, the youth isn't listening to this podcast. <laughs> this is Wu Tang is for the children, and so is two friends in the movie. So is two friends. Uh, uh, that's that's quasi. Yeah, man. I mean, sorry we didn't have much to say about this movie, but this movie really didn't have a lot to say. Yeah, if you watched the movie already, uh, you'll you'll understand because you watched it and you know there's not a lot going on. Right. And if you didn't watch it, you don't you don't really need to. Nah. You know, we didn't even go over the plot that well, but it doesn't matter. That... Because there's not there's not really much of a plot. Actually, it's... I think you're wrong. I think there is a lot of a plot. There is too much plot, and it should have been less plot and more comedy. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I came. I mean, I, I was thinking like, as you were going to the plot, I was like, "Well, you missed this, you missed this, you missed this." There's too much plot. Just give me jokes. Yeah, I think that's all it was though, because the plot was very vanilla. Let's say that the plot's very vanilla. Yeah, and it's just to get you to the next set of jokes that they can make. Um, and a lot of the jokes don't hit, but a couple of them do. Uh, anyways, this movie's dead. Dead. D e d. Dead. Yeah. You'll never watch it again. No. I'm never going to watch it again. No. This will probably be the last time I ever talk about this movie. Yeah. Uh, on so, to... on to the next. We Yo. keep teasing Reinfeld. We're going to get there. Yes. We uh, keep teasing think... Evil Dead Evil Rise. Dead just came out. That came out, what? The 26th, I think? Yeah. So yeah. It just came out. Yeah. Um. So, we'll hit that. Uh, and a couple more. We're, 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 as you can see, or here, I guess. Yeah. We're being more consistent. Delivering, and son. And we're staying true to our word. We're delivering saying we're doing these movies. Like the milkman. We're going to hit them. Delivering like the milkman, son. We deliver. Yeah. Like the milkman. The milkman and mead. That's really captivating <laughs> our whole audience. No, mad. Not mead. Mad. <laughs> well, on Long Island, we say mead. <laughs> You gotta ask your kids. Bring your kids in right now and ask them what it is, meat or med. You gotta, you gotta fucking check on this. By the next right. podcast, by the next podcast, I need you to have a report. Or is it mid or is it med? I think let's it's just, med. Let's just ask them. <laughs> I can cut out the hold. Hold on a second. <laughs> did, you, did you hear that? Yes. It's hilarious. So you say it's mid. And it means bad. Yes, it's mid, and it means that meh, mid, like bad. it's in the middle, like you just. I asked them 
Why mid means bad? No idea. No idea. They, they were just super say cute it because other people say it. Yeah. Anyways, I'm with the youth, son. Mid. Mid. <laughs> this movie is mid, son. <laughs> anyway, hit the music, please. Thank you uh, for uh, stopping by and listening to us and giving us your time. Yes, it's just San Diego, but everybody else. And I'm glad you really came around to that. Like, you used to get real mad, like, no, fuck San Diego. It's, now you're like, fucking, ah. it's everybody. It's not just San Diego. Yeah, but they're the town we single out <laughs> because they love us the most. It's not true. And just stop it. Thanks, everyone, for listening to us and giving us your time. Even though we're two silly grown men, we're a mid Yeah, it's been a beautiful day in the neighborhood for everyone. Sassy. And I thank you for listening to my podcast. <laughs> just cue the fucking song. And let's just go. <laughs> Do friends in a movie. Do friends in a movie. Two 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 friends in a movie. With Madison Sixteen. With Sixto and Matt. With Madison Sixteen. With Sixto and Matt. With Madison Sixteen. Madison Sixteen. Madison Sixteen. Two friends in a movie. Two friends in a movie. Two friends in the